Welcome to Stock Talk, the new Stockhouse podcast series that brings you behind the scenes insights into trending topics from capital markets, influencers, and entrepreneurs, broadcasting from the heart of the financial district in beautiful downtown Vancouver. I'm Dave Jackson, editorial writer here at Stockhouse Media. This podcast is part of our Metals and Mining Sector interview series, and our mission, as always, is to help listeners and investors understand more about investment opportunities in the public marketplace. It's not often a junior mining explorer is as geographically and minerally diversified in its property holdings as Allianz and Minerals Limited. Then again, few mining companies are as progressive thinking in developing their business model as Allianza. And what sets the company apart from most others in the early stage exploration space is its hybrid prospect generator concept. As an early stage exploration company, prospect or project generators work to find and develop a sound economic base and precious metals deposits. The long-term goal of the company is to advance new projects by joint venturing alongside enthusiastic partners with the goal of making major discoveries. As part of the hybrid model, ANZ also pursues its own self-funded exploration programs on projects which do not have a partner yet, exemplified by the work at their Haldane project. This gives their investors maximum exposure to exploration success. Alianza trades on the TSXV under the symbol ANZ. Today, we're glad to be joined by company CEO Jason Weber. Jason is a geologist with over 25 years of experience in the minerals exploration industry. Prior to taking the helm at Alianza, Mr. Weber held several senior positions with junior companies based in Vancouver and has been involved in all stages of exploration from grassroots prospect generation to resource definition at projects. Active in the exploration industry, Jason is currently president the Society of Economic Geologists Canada Foundation and is a past chair of the British Columbia Geological Survey's Technical Liaison Committee. Jason holds a Bachelor of Science degree in Geological Sciences from UBC and is a registered professional geoscientist with the Association of Professional Engineers and Geoscientists of BC. Thanks very much, Jason, for taking the time out of your busy schedule to uh, talk with us today. Oh, thanks very much. The pleasure to be here. To start off with, Jason, can you update our investor audience and your Alianza shareholders, you know, on any new company developments, especially in the wake of the COVID-19 pandemic? Well, I think uh, the COVID uh, pandemic certainly uh, made everyone, uh, well, everywhere, not just our industry, pause and uh, take stock of what we, we could and couldn't do under the various uh, restrictions and the jurisdictions that we work in. And uh, for that, uh, it's it really translated into delays in the startup of our programs. Uh, nothing uh, too serious. Our, our drill program at our horse thief project, which is just starting up uh, recently, was supposed to start in April. So we're, we're only uh, a month or so behind on that. Uh, maybe it's pushed back some of our, our project later into the summer. But um, I think as we all adapt to the new reality and figure out how to work in these conditions, uh, I think everything's settling out. The interesting thing, though, for me was it, it did give me some time to go through a bunch of projects and potential acquisitions that we had been looking at. And uh, there were some real nice projects in there that uh, hopefully uh, we'll see into our company in the new, near future. Now, for our mining investor audience that might be new to Allianz and Minerals, 
Can you tell us a bit about the history of the company? Yeah, Alianza was uh, born out of the merger of uh, two prospect generators, uh, Tarsus Resources, which was uh, largely based in Yukon Territory with some projects in Nevada. Uh, and that was run by uh, a fellow by the name of Mark Blythe. Right. And the uh, the other company was uh, Estrella Gold, which I was the CEO of. And Estrella worked mostly in Peru. Uh, the two companies shared a chairman in common, Mark Brown. And uh, I was actually also on the board of Tarsus. So there was a lot of um, sharing of ideas and, and how to go about things and, uh, and that sort of thing going on at the time. And we just felt it was a, 2015 was a good opportunity to put the two companies together. The three of us work on one thing together and uh, really allowed us to put a, a good, diverse uh, board together, uh, lots of experience and a, and, uh, and a wide range of experience with a a nice portfolio of projects. So the combined company in Alianza has a strong group of financial, geological, and engineering talent uh, with a history of success. And uh, a great example of that is our uh, one of our uh, board members, Craig Lindsay, who uh, was up until just recently the CEO of uh, Otis Gold, which uh, merged with Exelon Resources in April. Mm-hmm. Mark, who I mentioned uh as being the previous CEO of, uh, of Tarsus is a mining engineer. He's put mines into production. He was a big part of the team that, uh, that helped sell Nevsun to the Chinese group that eventually purchased that company. And then our chairman, Mark Brown is, uh, he built rare element resources from, you know, the ground up. And when he retired from that company, it was a $500 million market cap, uh, company. So, uh, in all, we're led by a strong group of uh, industry professionals with uh, a good track record and a diverse background. I think it sets uh, Allianz up really nicely moving forward. In uh, recent and exciting news, drilling just commenced uh, in partnership with Hawkschild Mining at your Horse Thief Gold Project uh, with the first hole underway. Can you walk us through the project? Uh, there looks to be a lot to be thrilled about here, Jason. Yeah, absolutely, Dave. We're, we're really excited about Horse Thief. And this is, this is a project that's been a bit of a focal point for us for the last few years and uh, just the the idea of making uh, and the potential for making a new discovery here in a in a bit of a new area for for sediment hosted gold exploration in nevada is very exciting the the project was originally acquired in a group of projects uh that were all in nevada uh that frontier gold had actually been working on um and divested of uh, after its uh, long canyon discovery and really when when that project really started to take off and that was the focus of their efforts, they sold off this package of properties in Nevada. And, uh, that was back in the last, uh, the last uptick in the, in the metals markets. And, uh, just at the end of that, uh, when the market started to turn, uh, the projects went through you know, a bunch of, uh, M and a and ended up in sandstorm. And of course, Sandstorm's not a, uh, an exploration company. They're all about royalties. So the projects were, were orphaned, essentially, mm-hmm. within uh, the company. And uh, Mark Blythe uh, recognized that these projects weren't going anywhere. So he uh, approached them. We were able to uh, buy the projects off them for a royalty and, and some, some shares. And uh, that happened just before the, the, the merger of the two companies to form Alianza. So when Alianza was formed, those Nevada projects became quite a focus for us so we went through the nine projects whittled it down to five we hold now and uh, uh horse thief was 
in my opinion, was the, the, the premier project in the group that we still held. And uh, last year, we were able to bring Hochschild Mining out of, uh, out of Peru uh, as a partner on the project. They are looking at diversifying out of South America, uh, and Nevada is a place they wanted to be. And uh, when Frontier had these projects, they were all held for their potential find a million ounces of gold. And so that fits quite nicely in with, uh, with Hochschild sort of benchmarks. That's what they really wanted to see in, in projects that they acquire. So the, the fit was quite nice to, to, bring, uh, to bring the project on uh, in, into partnership with them. So we spent the last year working with them with the idea that uh, we were looking for another uh, Long Canyon, which Frontier eventually sold to Newmont for $2.2 billion mm-hmm. uh, back in, at the end of that last yeah. uptick. I think we all remember that. Oh, indeed. So again, uh, a great target. Uh, what's interesting about Long Canyon is it's it's off trend. It's not. It's east of the the Carlin trend and where the uh, you know the bulk of the the sediment hosted uh, gold projects that Nevada is known for lie. So uh, when that discovery was made, I think that opened up a lot of people's eyes that these rocks to the east had great potential to host uh, gold deposits. And uh, our work at uh, Horse Thief was able to pin down the age uh, of the uh, the rock that we're in. They're the same age, they're the same rock that uh, they're working in at uh, at Long Canyon, and we were able to identify the same geological contacts that uh, exist. So, defining a time horizon in history that uh, was prospective for gold mineralization. So that led to the definition of targets that uh, we're testing right now in in our uh, in our program with Hawkshell. Now, can you tell us just a little bit more about those uh, those five primary drill targets uh, at Horse Thief? Yeah, there's, uh, as you mentioned, five targets. Two of them, uh, the Horse Thief North and Horse Thief South targets, have both had some drilling uh, done on them uh, dating back to the late 80s. It was shallow drilling. Uh, they were looking to test the, the Jasperoid uh, alteration that uh, exists on surface. Uh, really at that time wouldn't have had the same understanding of, of these deposits that we do now. So we're at a definite advantage to, to what uh, they were working with in the 1980s. And it's quite obvious from uh, our work and, uh, and, you know, building the sections off the drilling that they did, that they didn't drill deep enough uh, to get to the, the time horizon uh, where Long Canyon sits. And so uh, these two targets have both had a, uh, combined 40 holes on them. Most of the holes are uh, around 100 meters or less than 100 meters in, in depth. Uh-huh. And uh, so we see that the, the target horizon that we're looking at to, you know, the minimum depth we want to get to is is deeper than that. So these two targets, even though they've seen a lot of drilling, they're really untested. But what came out of that drilling was a, a lot of uh, gold mineralization in these altered carbonates kind of like you know we use the smoke analogy uh sitting above the main deposit just like they see at long canyon as you drill down towards the long canyon deposit you'll get these um lower grade gold intersections maybe they're a little patchy or don't hang together but they're indicative of what sits below so we're hoping that's the case here at, at these two targets as well the three other targets uh really haven't been tested by any drilling two of them we identified in uh, in the work that uh, 
that we've done uh, in the last year, year and a bit. And some of that actually came out of some geophysics that was done right at the end uh, of the last uptick. And the, really, there was no interpretation done of that geophysics. But what it highlighted nicely was that these carbonate rocks that we're interested in dip down under the cover of younger volcanic rock. Yeah. And we can sort of map the depth that that uh, it appears these rocks sit at, and then they outcrop again off to the east. So that's the two targets: is one these these uh, these rocks at depth, but also where they outcrop again out in the east, where we see again gold with altered carbonates and um, and some real uh, dynamic geology that's got us very very excited about the the potential for those targets. So uh, they're really a all five are a play on the same theme. We're looking for um, these prospective contacts, and uh, and uh, with the two targets that I, I, I mentioned the latest year, uh, those two targets actually have uh, an additional uh, prospective horizon where the volcanic rocks are in contact with the carbonate rocks. That's a point of weakness that fluid flow would uh, would uh, focus along. And if it's gold-bearing fluids, that's where you're going to find your gold mineralization. So there's another uh, style of target there as well. So uh, we want to test all these targets to make sure that we, we don't no two deposits uh, in, in the realm of mineral exploration are the same. So we don't want to just focus ourselves on a certain style of mineralization. Let's, let's examine all the different styles of, of gold mineralization that might be possible, whether it's hosted in faults or along these uh, geological contacts. Excellent. Uh, now on to your second major project, which I uh, referenced briefly in the intro. That's the Haldane Silver property in the Yukon. Uh, any updates for shareholders and uh, would-be investors here, Jason? Yeah, I think uh, we're looking at uh, getting going at Haldane uh, later in the summer. We didn't, uh, we didn't drill there last year until uh, later in August, and that's probably uh, a similar timeline this year, a uh, combination of just the weather and uh, and then this year, of course, with, with the COVID uh, situation, it, it's probably going to be later in the year, but we're really excited to get back up there. I think last year was a bit of a, a watershed moment for us when we were able to uh, discover the, the um, bighorn and uh, zone, which uh, we had developed right from some prospecting and soil geochemical work to uh, a drill target and then to hit uh, silver bearing uh, vein mineralization in, in that uh, in that hole was really exciting for us. And it really goes back to our whole idea of when we took the project on that we, we the area where the old timers had worked uh, and had some really high grade uh, silver mineralization was was interesting. They'd, they'd, there's some addits there and some uh, some a bit of underground development uh, that had gone on, but we wanted to see if there was other parallel vein systems that we could be targeting as well, and uh, that came true. Uh, we proved that out with uh, the discovery of Bighorn. So we have another target there, Ross, which we attempted to test last year. Uh, we probably. Uh, set up too close to it now that we understand the geology there a little better so that's another target we'd like to test this year and potentially have another vein system on that project so all in all we had a great year there last year and we're really excited to get back up there again this year especially with all the talk around silver yeah that's a it's a neat one for us to to have uh, uh 
the gold down in Nevada and then uh, and silver up in the Yukon with this project. A hundred percent. Now, for listeners and investors who might not be familiar with your prospect generator business model, can you just walk us through it a bit more in detail? Absolutely. the The prospect generator business model is one that um, it's all about odds. And when we're working in mineral exploration, you do everything you can to um, pick high quality projects, give yourself the best chance of making discovery. But if the deposit doesn't exist, you could have uh, you could have a, a, a beautiful system and there's not an economic gold or silver or copper or whatever deposit you're looking for there. And so um, they're difficult to find. They're difficult, difficult to make discoveries. So with the prospect generator model, we're able to expose our shareholders to much more exploration than if we were just funding it all hundred uh, percent ourselves. So we'll bring in partners um, to help move projects along. So typically what we'll do is we'll, we'll take projects on at a, at a very early stage. We'll, um, do some of the high risk, but, uh, low, uh, low cost exploration mm-hmm. to help define drill targets. And generally we'll bring in a partner then to take, uh, that drilling phase on where it gets a little bit more expensive, where the, where the, the, the cash requirements are, are a bit higher. Uh, and we'll get uh, a partner to to move the project along from that stage. So what it allows us to do is uh, concurrently we can have a number of different projects that are at the discovery phase. So for us this year, we have Hawkschild funding uh, uh, discovery opportunity at Horse Thief, and we can uh, we can fund the uh, the discovery opportunity at uh, at Mount Haldane this year. So it uh, really allows us to expose our shareholders to as much exploration, as much discovery uh, opportunity as possible. Well, Jason, pardon the pun, but uh, what are its core benefits? Well, I think that uh, exposure to discovery opportunity is the, is the big one. Mm-hmm. But I, one of the, the, uh, the neat things that comes out of it is the relationship you start to build with your partners. And uh, I've been operating with this business model for, well, the bulk of my career, really. And uh, one of the things I've noticed is when you do good work, uh, even if you don't make a discovery, the partner, generally speaking, is going to be eager to work with you again. So if you brought projects that have good, sound geological targets, geological concepts are top-notch, and then your execution of the exploration of those is good, even though you didn't make a discovery, that partner's going to come back because they know that high quality work is going to have a better chance of making the discovery. So, you know, one of the, the sort of benefits that a lot of people don't talk about is that you almost have built in partners. And even my partners right now are asking me what's the next project I have in the pipeline that they could look at. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's kind of an, uh, uh, an untalked about or, uh, overlooked aspect of the model that, uh, if you're doing good work, your partners will keep coming back to you. Now, you've seen a healthy bump in your share price over the past couple of weeks. That's always great news. Uh, what do you attribute this to? Well, certainly the uh, metals markets have helped us out uh, with gold and silver both uh, performing well. I think that's uh, obviously it gives us a bit of a push. But the fact that uh, we're ramping up work at Horse Thief and uh, with drilling just getting underway, I, I, that drives the investor investor interest. And I, I, I like to think that Horse Thief being a new 
a new project. It, it hasn't been around forever. It hasn't had a bunch of drill holes released on it in, in recent years. I think that uh, makes it a little bit newer and exciting. And I, I, maybe the, the investor group uh, that's backing us is uh, taking a shine to that and uh, have, uh, following it up by uh, moving the share price up. Well, congrats. Now, Jason is CEO. What's been your primary role uh, with the company since you started? And what's your vision moving forward? Well, I think my primary role has been, has been largely a, a, a geological one in that, um, you know, I'm really fortunate to work with uh, Mark Brown, who's our chairman. He's also our, our largest shareholder. Mark's the president of uh, a group called Pacific Opportunity Capital. And one of the many things they do, uh, other than investing in, in companies, is they also will provide uh, the back-end accounting and regulatory services to small companies through various sectors, not just mining and exploration. So with, with those guys looking after the, the back office uh, and regulatory side of things, I can focus on geology projects, finding partners, what the next project is, where we're going to look, what commodities we want to be in. And, uh, and Mark and I work really closely together. So we're, you know, always bouncing ideas, uh, off of stuff. But I think for me, the vision would be to, I'd like to build a, a portfolio of precious metals projects that are of high enough quality that, uh, companies in need of projects are going to think of us early as, as their source for those projects. But to do that, I, I have to build a pipeline and, uh, to bring new projects into the portfolio and, uh, that's something I've been working on a lot recently, as I sort of mentioned in the outset. You know, in the last few years, really, you know, picking the gems out of the the two portfolios of the the, the companies that we put together to form Alianza has been a big part of what I've done. And then going forward, it's it's where do we want to be, and uh, how do we want to uh, position ourselves in this uh, in this bull market? And I think for me, it's having high quality silver and gold projects in in good jurisdictions and i think that's really key obviously nevada is a, a great spot to be but i'm looking elsewhere in the u.s and uh and uh, the yukon and, and british columbia are obviously favorites of mine uh, as well well jason speaking of the bull market uh, what can you tell our investor audience regarding the current valuation of your stock and quite frankly why it's a good <clears throat> value buy right now well i think when you when you look at our market cap um it's 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 very low even at uh, even at at nine cents for dollar market cap. So mm-hmm. uh, if we have a sniff of a discovery, that that valuation could go way higher. So I think that's that's a big thing. But I think what's um, again you know as part of our business model, the success of the company doesn't rest just on the horse thief program that we're undertaking right now. We have Haldane coming up. We have new projects that are coming into the portfolio. We have uh, one that you and I haven't talked about today. It's our Tim project that we have joint ventured with, uh, with core. Right. Um, they'll be exploring on that uh, probably in August. And, and that one's a neat one because you're 12 kilometers away from, from their silver tip mine that uh, you know, if, if they were to find something at Tim, uh, that would be an easy startup. There's, going to be no infrastructure to put in there's already a road to the project you're probably not building anything on site you'd just be trucking uh, the material over to to their existing facility so uh, i think that's really the the uh, the sort of uh, upside for our company is just going forward 
course thief is not it. There mm-hmm. is a whole portfolio of projects that anyone could add value or bring even more value uh, to the company uh, over time. Well, lastly, Jason, if there's anything else that I've overlooked and you'd like to add, uh, please feel free to elaborate. Well, I, yeah, this is a, I could go on for a long time <laughs> on this part. I, I, and, and it's a, really a lot of it revolves around the, the group of, of people we have involved and, and the projects that we have. And, uh, you know, I haven't talked much about the, the geology teams that we use on the ground and they're, they're top notch. I'm, I'm really proud of the groups that we have uh, working with us. And some of the people we've been able to attract uh, to help move our projects forward. So I think uh, having that great technical team to advance great projects and then combine that with great partners. And I think it's a, it's a really good uh, mix. And I'm, I'm really excited about uh, the prospects of discovery at Horse Thief at Haldane and, and some of these new projects that we're bringing on right now. So I, I think as far as the uh, the development and the, the life cycle of our company, I, I'm really excited about uh, what we can do going forward here. And then when you layer on the fact that the, the precious metal markets are, are look to be back and uh, are probably going to have an, a nice run here, I, 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 I'm really excited uh, about the prospects for Allianz and its shareholders. Well, that's great stuff, Jason. Thanks again for joining us. Uh, be well and stay safe. My pleasure, Dave. Thanks for having me pleasure was all ours we have been speaking with jason weber he is the ceo of alianza minerals i'd like once again to thank you jason for joining us and sharing your helpful and insightful information about alianza with our stockhouse podcast listeners and investors i'm dave jackson for stockhouse media and the stock talk metals and mining sector podcast thanks for listening Just a reminder to follow us on social media at Stockhouse for the latest updates on all your favorite public companies in North America. For more in-depth coverage, industry news, and to connect with our active investor community, you can visit our website at stockhouse.com. Also, don't forget to visit our new and improved Stockhouse Deal Room on site for unique and exclusive private placement opportunities only available on stockhouse.com. 